Welcome to Girl Power. We are the Bad and Bougie Boss Ladies on a phenomenal journey to help you discover your power, passion, and purpose at the convergence of love, romance, and finance. I'm your host, Kisi Monique, along with my co-host, Kertisha, Cherie, and Christian. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for a half hour of girl power, empowered to be her. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This week, we'll be talking about the secret to loving yourself. I'm your host, Kesey Monique, and I am looking forward to diving deep into this topic with you. The secret to loving yourself is cultivated by establishing boundaries. Stay tuned as we dive deep into these fabulous tips that will work if you put them to work for you. How to Touch the Soul of a Black Woman. This is my newest book that will be released on December 31st, 2022. This is generally for the men. Ladies, you should read it too, but this is primarily for the men who are trying to figure out how can I get to that virtuous woman. You have to learn how to touch her soul. And it's not with things, it's not with items, it's not with any of that. But the pre-order sales are coming up, so be sure to get your copy. You don't wanna miss out on this. How to Touch the Soul of a Black Woman. Thank you for waiting. You're probably familiar with the self-help books and you've probably watched some talk shows where they're talking about how to love yourself or you should love yourself or something to that nature. You may have even seen some of the stuff on reality shows where you see the different ones going through stuff and then they'll say when they're in their one-on-one, they may say something to the effect of, I'm, I'm going to take care of me and I'm going to cultivate, you know, whatever within them because they've lost themselves in a relationship. One of the things I want to point out is having a relationship is the most important connection that you can have in your life. And it's so easy to forget about nurturing it. Now, this does not compare to your relationship with God. So second to that, but first and foremost in your natural life. However, showing yourself some self-love and compassion is important. I've seen, and I've even been in this place myself, where I'd show everyone else love, I'd show everyone else compassion, and then I'd neglect it within myself. The problem comes in, I was setting the tone for how I was allowing or letting other people know this is how I want to be treated. Have you ever used the term show me better than you can tell me or action speaks louder than words? This is what this is talking about. This is cultivated around establishing boundaries. Show yourself some self-love as we've talked about in the last couple of love notes and definitely show yourself some compassion. You are important. You have to know that you're important. Let me take it a step further. I've heard various ones talk about in webinars at work when I've attended and they use the example of being on an airplane. So if you've ever flown on an airplane, then you know this to be true. When the stewardess are giving instructions as the plane is preparing for takeoff, one of the things they do is tell you 
that if the cabin pressure drops, the mask will come down out of the roof of the compartment over your head and they tell you to put the mask on you first. As that cabin pressure drops, so will your ability to breathe. So if you are not breathing well, how can you help your neighbor? You have to be all right and you have to be all right first before you can help someone else. Now let's make this a little bit personal. Think of all the people that you've helped in your brokenness. Were you really all right? Were they reciprocating that? Did they just get what they needed from you and then they took off? How do you think this plays out? I've learned in my years of rediscovering myself that I have to show myself some self-love and I have to be compassionate towards myself. I've suffered from PTSD and I've suffered from major depressive disorder. But what I learned in my depression is that I've been cultivating everything for everyone else and then I'm angry when they don't show me that love in return. But guess what? I wasn't showing it to myself. So they gave me what I was giving myself, not what I was giving them, right? Now, in the Bible, it talks about doing unto others as you would want them to do unto you. What I had to learn about that too, while that statement is very true, because there are some people in this world who will show you the same love and kindness. However, everyone's not going to reciprocate. And I had to learn that. So check it out. Just because I'm that one, I'm going to make some food and I'm going to take it to my neighbors and I'm going to distribute it to them and make sure they have food does not necessarily mean they're going to come back to me and make sure that I have food or that I have the means to prepare the food or even help replenish my refrigerator. And that's just an example. That has never happened to me, but saying that as an example. So we are responsible for protecting our health, well-being, and making positive changes about the way we think and treat ourselves. So let's dive into this. The first thing we want to do is change the way we think about ourselves. Maybe you've heard people say, you can't be too busy to take care of you, or you have to do something to treat yourself. But how do you do that? So I know for me, I've been hard on myself. I've been so busy with external obligations that I've rarely considered my personal priorities, especially when it came to myself. Not talking about paying my bills or things like that, but when I talk about personal priorities, I'm talking about my self-love, my self-care, even having the confidence to go forward in some things. These were struggles for me. Where I am now, why I can freely talk about it is because I've overcome. So now I'm, I'm telling and teaching that this is what you need to do for you, especially if you found yourself in this space. Look inward to help you value yourself more. What are some things that you find about yourself that is so beautiful and so robust that you can build off of that? Okay, so let's go into some of these strategies. Number one, you want to accept yourself. Accept yourself for who you are. Now, that doesn't mean this is how I am and that's just it. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is know that you are worthy of self-love, self-respect from yourself, but you are also worthy of that from outside sources. It could be a family member. It could be a romantic partner. It could be a coworker, 
whoever. It could be an acquaintance, but you want to cultivate your self-acceptance because people can pick up on this. And if they can tell you're that one that'll give, 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 give until it hurts or until it kills your spirit, people will take advantage of that. So what you want to do by accepting yourself is you want to embrace yourself with all of your strengths and all of your weaknesses. So this comes to the point where you're going to start writing. So I'll have some journal sheets like I've been doing in the last couple of sessions where you can download them. So definitely check the dialogue box for the downloads. Embrace yourself with all of your strengths and weaknesses. Number two, clarify your purpose. So you want to invent your own definition of success because society will tell you or even a parent will tell you, and this is no pun to anyone's parents, but sometimes we feel that if we say, well, look at so-and-so, the goal is not to compare you to them as much as it is to help you to level up. You may not level up like the next person. And sometimes we as parents, we don't see that. However, create your own definition of success. Ask yourself, what is it to have a meaningful life to you? You have the ability to even cultivate that through changes because life changes. Life is not the same every day. You can add to it, take away, make it reasonable, make it something that is achievable for you. Clarify your purpose. Sometimes we don't even know our purpose, but you're going to look at what you are passionate about. You know what I'm passionate about? I'm passionate about a lot of things, but you know what I am passionate about and what I am currently working on and what I am developing? I am passionate about working with young girls. And I had a bishop tell me this past week when I was in court for some of the youth on my caseload, he he told me when I explained my desire to him and my passion, he said, iron sharpens iron. And that just stood out so tough to me. It's actually a scripture and I can actually link it below in the description box. However, my desire is to work with young girls and young women who have had multiple disparities in life, who come from disadvantaged backgrounds. You know why I have this desire? Because that was me. So you want to clarify your purpose based on what people call your failures or your weaknesses. And that's what I went to. I love to see people overcome. Well, how can I help them overcome? Look at where I came from. That's what you want to ask yourself. Where did I come from? What was my biggest struggle? What did, what am I overcoming? And if you haven't gotten there yet and you're still overcoming, just know that eventually that's going to be your purpose. You want to also give yourself some positive feedback. Talk yourself up. How do you speak to yourself? You're so stupid. Oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Oh my God, that was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Those are not positive affirmations. Those are, that's not positive feedback. You know what? I did it. I'm going to own it. I made a mistake. Okay. So what can I take away from this? Okay. So now that I've taken that away, I'm not going back into that type of situation in that manner. Take the positive out of that situation because there's something positive out of everything we do, no matter how bad it looks. There's always that silver lining. Talk yourself up. Okay, girl, you did give this, this, and this, but in the process, 
Your heart was in the best place. So keep that part of it and just don't do that anymore. You're a good woman. Have that talk with yourself. Give yourself some encouragement because guess what? Even if that person did not utilize the beauty that you bestowed upon them through your gifts and your talents, doesn't mean that you can't use it for someone else. You just have to be selective. So talk yourself up, encourage yourself, uplift yourself, build your confidence, take pictures of yourself, put on nice outfits and just take pictures. See what you like about it. Whether you choose to post it on social media or not is is totally up to you. But this is a way to build your confidence. And if you're having any difficulties managing your emotions through this, definitely, you know, I'm a proponent of seeking counsel. You want to offer yourself forgiveness. That's the next one. Forgive yourself. If you recall, I've stated before that we have open doors in our lives and it's easy to point the finger and say, well, that person did this and that person did that. And while those things may be true, guess what? Couldn't have done it without us saying, okay, or opening that door. Even if you didn't do it physically, you might have done it in the spiritual realm. You may have done it physically, but at some point this door was open. So you've heard or you may have heard, where people have said, forgive and forget. While that is realistic, it's not realistic for us. So when I searched the scriptures, what I found is forgiving and forgetting was something that God has done. Okay, listen to me close. Forgiving and forgetting. And it's not that he for- He forgot that you did this. What he meant by forgetting is I'm not bringing this to the table to throw in your face. Oftentimes when we feel guilt, it's because we haven't forgiven ourselves. And the devil will play on that. But check it out. Forgetting was not necessarily for us as humans. That's why there is no scripture in there that mandates us to forget. What it does is say that we are to forgive. In Mark chapter 11, verses 23 through 25, it talks about if we have any ought with our brethren, if we have any fault with them, if we have anything against them, if we're holding bitterness, if we're holding on to what they've done, and when I say holding on, I mean when when a person says in their in their mind or I, even out of their mouth, I'm never going to forgive that person. If we're holding on to that because that's our level of control, guess what? You haven't forgiven. You haven't forgiven them and you haven't forgiven yourself. So once you release that, and it's not saying that you're going to forget, but you're going to build your boundaries around that because your boundaries will protect you. Check it out. So you want to offer yourself forgiveness and then you want to store that thing away where you don't have to go to it anymore. So once you've forgiven yourself, you don't have to go back and pick that thing up anymore. Take any decisions that you regret and turn them into opportunities to learn, which is what I just talked about when I said to encourage yourself and lift yourself up. You want to make amends with yourself where it's possible. So if something is completely destroyed, of course you can't make an amend. However, if a friendship is amendable 
and the two of you agree that you you can amend and come back together, do so. If it's not, if it's irreparable, it's okay. Let it go. Resolve the things that you can more constructively going forward so that you don't have to live in this space of regret or that you're not learning from what you've been through. Offer yourself forgiveness. Even though the other person did the things that they did, does not mean that you do not have to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself so that you can grow from it and move forward. You want to avoid comparisons. I just mentioned this where a parent may say, look at so-and-so in the parent's defense. And this is not all parents, but I'm I'm just speaking in general. We say these things because we want them, we want our children to see other people and that they have succeeded. Not so much as a comparison. However, have you ever compared yourself to someone else? Well, you might say, oh, well, look at that celebrity. They got it going on and they have this and they have that. Well, let's talk about people like Kate Spade and Robin Williams, wealthy individuals, well-loved in their fields, but they both struggled with depression. They struggled. May God rest their souls. They have committed suicide. Now, by all means, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not condoning what they've done. I'm very sorrowful for them. However, you see their level of success, and that may be a goal for you. Avoid comparisons. That's the next one. I mentioned this earlier when I mentioned about parents and saying how parents have thrown out there, look at so-and-so and and look at their success. So let's look at social media. We're going to go to another round. Facebook didn't invent social media comparisons, but social media have increased their potential to envy and have inferiority complexes. Think about it. You have so many social media platforms. I've even seen one that literally replicated everything from Facebook. I forget what it was called, but they replicated from the color to the themes, the likes, the hearts, everything. I, I, For the life of me, I cannot remember, but I've seen it. What you should do in avoiding comparisons is do not compare yourself to other people. Look at where you were yesterday or last week or whatever. Compete with that because guess what? If you only can compare yourself to you, your strive to get better will be much stronger. Think about a performance review that you received last year on your job or even the year before. Print that out and look at where you may have fallen short set some goals and build upon that. Don't live according to someone else's standards because you will never measure up. That is a hard place to be. And I can talk about that for a long, long, long time. So we're not even going to go into that. But if you dare to be yourself, you will accomplish so much more. Do not Do not, do not, do not compare yourself to someone else. Think positive. Think positive. There's a silver lining to everything. A young lady that I used to be friends with, she used to always say that. And I was like, why do you say that? 
Because in the middle of something you're going through, the last thing you want to think of is a silver lining, you know? But it's true. I found it to be 100% true. There's always that silver lining. There's always a brighter side. And even in finding the brighter side or the silver lining, you should be able to laugh about it at some point. And guess what? Find what makes you more lovable when you think positive. This will also help you manage the stress you deal with in difficult circumstances. This is some good food, y'all. Please be sure, be sure, be sure, be sure, be sure to download the journal sheets and be sure to work on these things. And the, the reason that I'm putting the journal sheets down in the dialogue box or the description box is because I want you to have an opportunity to put it in writing. Nonetheless, think positive about yourself. We're going to pick this up next week and finish where we left off. But I want you to know that I care about you and I'm thinking about you all. I'm praying for you. Definitely, definitely, definitely listen to the broadcast, share it, download it, put it on social media for other people to hear. And on that note, girl power, stand in your power, pursue your passion, Define your purpose, and as always, keep it pretty in pink.